I'm going to do a little introduction. You ready, Wilder? I'm ready. Okay. Does this music mean anything to you? Now and forever, you are a part of me. Okay, it was 1992. I'm sorry. Batter up, <laughs> hear that call. Oh my God, you can the sing. The time has come. Oh my goodness. I know, right? Oh, okay, I'm never singing again with you. You can sing everything moving forward. But in 1992, films that were focused on women were just few and far between. Um, Penny so Mar- shortly thereafter your uh, your favorite movie. <laughs> um, Penny Marshall, that fun-loving, fabulous female who made film after film that made me love going to the movies. She put out a league of their own, and it was about women recruited to play in the professional baseball um, while so many men were off fighting World War II. And by the way, it's a true. It's based on a true story. I mean, it's the way things went. But Gina Davis, Tom Hanks, Madonna. Everybody says it's clearly Madonna's best role, right? Um, Rosie O'Donnell. So many others put out fabulous performances, although not an Academy Award nod showed up anywhere. Don't you think that's a little interesting? I'm just saying. I mean, I'm not surprised. It's not one of the movies that like, it's not your hard hitting drama. It's no, but I got to tell you loving drama comedy. If it had come out today, I think that might've been different, but anyway, not even Tom Hanks knew. I mean, there's so many fun parts of it. I'm going to give you a little trivia. So there's a scene in there where Tom Hanks comes in, he's drunk and all these women either so excited that this famous baseball player is going to coach their team. And he comes in and he goes, and he starts peeing in the ladies' bathroom, I think in the sink. Yep. <laughs> and anyway, get this. So not even Tom Hanks knew when he was going to be done peeing. Penny Marshall, you know, this is why she was such a great director. Penny Marshall was in a stall with a hose and a bucket making the noise. And she kept going, going and no one knew it was going to start. And that's why that's, you know, every single little nuance of what she did always had a little sense of, you know, she didn't take herself too seriously. She knew how to bring some fun and drama into everything. Um, into every movie she ever made. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, I miss her, uh, I you know, too. but also, too. and she, a big loss for the industry when she passed. Now, if her brother, Gary Marshall, weren't in film, I'm not sure she would have been able to make movies back then. I think one of the doorways that was open was a Gary Marshall doorway to his sister, Penny, but um, all right. Now, Gina Davis was not slated to, it was, it was a role that is became iconic for her, but mm-hmm. she wasn't slated to join the production. Uh, guess who it was? Guess who was supposed I to? Have no idea. Okay. Can you think of anyone? You know, this actress, but I mean, can... I'm sure I do, but like who could Deborah rival? Deborah... Deborah... <laughs> what do you think? That She would have had a very different career. Okay. Who, Deborah Winger? Yeah, we might be, you know, seeing her. Well, more she often. no, she dropped out of she did she got a lot of offers. She was very hot and she didn't want to do it anymore. She's yeah. the one who dropped them. They didn't drop her. But anyway, so Gina Davis was brought in just a few days before the filming was due to start. So wow. um And she knocked it out of the park, pun intended. <laughs> exactly. Uh, anyway, within a few weeks, Davis had mastered the game and she was better than all her co-stars in terms of being able to play it. Like she's an athlete. So, so here we are 30 years later, literally, and the creators of this, Abby Jacobson, who stars in it and Will Graham decided that too much wasn't said back then. Mm -hmm. So they decided to bring 
racism in the lesbian issues, Rosie's character being gay, and more sexist issues that surround the league. So they put together eight episodes going deeper, but keeping some of the iconic moments like there is no crying in baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm from, I'm, I am one of the people who were blown away by this. What about you? I really, really wanted to love it. I really did. <laughs> no, you were going to say this. I, you know, I think they made some choices that set them up for inevitable comparisons rather than making choices that allow the original to live and yeah. breathe on its own. Why they chose to do the Rockford Peaches, I will never know. Uh, if, if There are so many teams in this league that they could have chosen to go with any other team and take us into characters we never we never knew that w- maybe were background characters in the movie or we never met in the movie. But allow the original 1992 movie to exist on its own within the world that they're setting That's up here and instead i had not thought of but they decided we're gonna we're gonna focus on the peaches again but they're not playing the same characters that were in that movie well so, right yeah, they're, they're different characters. well they're playing a facsimile of i mean you know who everybody is you know yeah there's definitely yeah. i mean abby jacobson plays the gina davis character kind of but not really right well, by the way, Abby Jacobson, I see for me, I think one of the things that's a standout on this is the script. I think it's I do think it's well written. I think it's uh, but I think well I do think the most interesting aspect is Shantae Adams' character is Maxine. She's yeah. the black character who's not allowed to play on the team. Um, which I is find so fabulous, you know. Yeah, but I find her story far more interesting than the girls on the team. Because it's about something. And the girls on the team, I think it's it's about freedom, I guess. It's about the LGBTQ experience in a time when being LGBTQ was not okay, right? And they and it was hidden and and you weren't allowed to be gay. And I appreciate all of that. And I think it's great that they're tackling all of this. I just wish they'd done it in a way that allowed me to love the 92 version have that exist and have this exist. It feels like they're kind of rewriting it. So you couldn't help yourself. You found yourself doing a comparison study when you were watching it. No, no doubt. I mean, Joe, the character Joe is really supposed to, it like she feels like the updated version of Rosie's character. Yeah. And she's just, none of them can compare to the original cast. And that's not through any fault of their own. It's just that that movie was so amazing. Uh, so yeah. let it exist and go choose another team to play with. You know, don't recast. You, you're not recasting Jimmy Dugan, who was Tom Hanks' character, right? Who, by the way, you know, you've, you've got in, an incredible cast here. Let them stand on their own. I, I think that I think that's a valid point. Absolutely. But also let, let's give a big shout out to Prime for putting out all eight episodes at one time. You know, Apple's got some great stuff coming out. Like we're going to do Bad Sisters. I'm going to make you do it. Fantastic. I'm, yeah, okay. <laughs> but I'm just saying I am so tired of having to wait every Friday for these <laughs> series to drop when in truth, one, the end of each episode leads to the next one so it's very yeah. hard to walk away in the middle and I, I think they should give us the opportunity to continue you know well, back in the day back in the back in the day series always had a beginning middle and end for each episode so it didn't matter that you waited for the next west wing you know the story yes no well the storyline was 
were finished except for maybe season end. But now the way they do this, they've got to drop them all. So you, I get to decide when I've had enough and I'm going to come back. But thank uh, you. I yeah. feel like COVID has changed your viewing habits. Uh, well, no, actually, I think I was there before. Um, well, streaming then yeah. streaming has changed your viewing yeah. habits. Yeah. It's, I mean, you know, I remember back in the day when I was podcasting here with, um, with um, O'Toole, she turned me on to a series about women running a um, a ranch from Australia, and it's uh, McLeod's daughters. Mm. And I think there were seven seasons. I took a week off and told everybody I was sick. I watched. I, I That's mean, amazing. I, I'm just saying that. <laughs> and that was nine years ago. All right. So uh, Jamie Babbitt uh, has directed. I mean, every see. Abby Jacobson's directing some of it. She's writing some of it, but a real, the, the second episode was written by, um, Destra Tedros ref. And I hadn't seen any of her writing before. She's a, she's a black woman. And I got to tell you, she wrote the per, she wrote pieces of the purge and grand hotel. She is going places because some of the dialogue, you know, you just want to stop and write down some of these amazing comments that I think are, are spectacular. Um, so I, I put a lot of kudos out for the fact that they had the guts to attempt it. It's getting mixed reviews. How do you feel about it? Have you read any of the reviews? I've read some of the reviews. I think, I think everybody, everybody likes it a bit more than I do. I, I think my, uh, some of my issue is that you're hearing 2020 voices out of 1940s women. Um, and, Sometimes I think that's fine. I, I was really jarred at the end of episode one when Janis Joplin starts playing. Because up until that moment, everything's of the period. And until the moment where they're all in the locker room together and they're really excited and cheering, that's when, you know, a song from the 60s comes in. And I was like, whoa, hang on a second. Like, it felt really jarring to me because up and up and, you know, not all of the languages of the moment, not all, but there's, by the way, a lot of swearing in this, which I, I, I'm a big fan of. I'm just fine with that. <laughs> me um, too. Me too. But I, it really jarred me. And I was like, okay, I feel like the, they haven't quite figured out the tone here. Is this a commentary on that time? Is this a look into the life of these women who, couldn't live the lives that they wanted to live. It feels like it's kind of both and they haven't picked a lane. Yeah. Um, but I'm you. only two and a half episodes in. So like, it's, it's funny. I did not want to watch all eight episodes. I haven't wanted to do that, but, and, and by the way, Rosie O'Donnell's the only one who came back to play a cameo, yeah. which I think is interesting. I'm um, curious if they asked anyone else. I think they asked everyone. I, I have no idea. I'm um, sure. I'm sure they did. But, but I, I mean, the the original creator, the original writer, uh, it's all inspired by his script and his story. And like, I, just the choices that they made, had I had I been producing this, I would have made different choices. But yeah. I will say, Darcy Carden, who you'll know from The Good Place or Barry, and if you haven't watched Barry, do yourself a favor and go watch Barry. It's on HBO. She just acts circles around everybody else on this show. She is just... She's oh. hands down the most interesting character aside from Maxine. And I could watch she's she's on my list of people. Her storyline, her storyline of even getting the job being a welder. It's like, 
you just like, oh my God, you go girl. I don't know if anything, it was inspirational to follow your dreams and keep going and stop. Don't give up. And I don't yeah, know. It's not a relationship not a with show. her mother. Her, I, I think it's amazing. Yeah. It's not, it's not in any way, shape or form a bad show. It's a little soft. It's a little, uh, preachy from a 2020 perspective, but I, I well, think... it's almost like when it's almost like they they're reviewing the 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 one that came out in ninety two, and they're saying you forgot this and you forgot this, and I'm going to put think it in. Is yeah, great. which is great. I, love I agree. That. I agree. But I just I wish they'd done it in a way that allowed those characters to remain, that allowed us to love and appreciate the original while also adding on a lot more to this world. Now, by the way, this is the second attempt to adapt the movie to a series is it what was yeah, the cbs one? tried to do a sitcom which was going to figure which was going to feature megan kavanaugh who remember marla hooch in the first yeah, one? Oh my I god one answer. of the best characters and her father broke my heart when they were saying goodbye uh. sobbed i mean you know anyway um she was going to do it and tracy rayner who was spaghetti you know i don't know mm. if you remember that one or yeah. not but uh but you know the some of the behind the scenes personnel were going to be the same, et cetera, just never panned out. So um, I, I just think that the, the movie is so iconic. It's top. This is a top, this is a tall task they've taken on the in. And I just think some of the, the choices they made to retell rather than really expand is, is not the version I was hoping for. I hear you. I know. I, you know, I, I don't, I don't necessarily agree, but I don't disagree with what you're saying. And I think it's a point that's worth discussing. And I didn't read it anywhere when I was looking at reviews and other things, you know, I tend to look at the reviews just before we podcast. Cause yeah, I don't me want, too. I don't want, well, I don't want them to get in the way of what I'm thinking. I like yeah. to think my thoughts out first, but, um, but I think there's a place for this. Absolutely. And I think that, um, I think that it, it's not going to become iconic, that's for sure. But I think all I of think these so actors have a future. There's some great actors there. Every time I turn on something new, and we're going to see it in Bad Sisters next week when we talk about it, there's all these actors that are not A-list actors, but they're doing A-list work. And mm -hmm. I think the acting in this is, uh, you know, can't be, it just can't be beaten. It's just really strong. Yeah, it's, it, it's a strong show. It's just, it's just also not exactly what I was hoping for out of such a beloved title. Yeah. And I thought about Deborah Winger, by the way, after I read that and did some homework into the first one. And I went and rewatched it, by the way. I rewatched it on Wednesday when I knew we were going to do this. And Did you? How much fun did you have? Well, you know, I've seen it over the years. It's long. Of course. Yeah. Um, and I think they should have ended it when they walk away at the end. I don't think they should have come back for the Hall of Fame. I think, I mean, I think it would have been, it could have been better edited, but, um, but there, you know, there's just some wonderful, funny, fabulous characters like the Scout. I mm -hmm. mean, you know, I think that's his greatest role. John Lovitz, I think, right? Yes. And I think it's one of his, <laughs> I, I think it's the best role I've seen him in. What about you? I, well, I love John Lovitz, so I, I'm not going to say anything that's not yeah. positive about him but i the relationship between tom hanks and gina davis in that movie carries the whole film and the relationship between her and her sister carries the whole film yeah. and that's i think what's missing well the 10 yeah the tension between her and her sister 
Yeah. It's just, you know, it had never been done. First of all, you have to understand when this came out in 92, I think I saw it twice with a bunch of girlfriends, both times. There was nothing where we were like the point of the film. Mm -hmm. We were always the adjective. The women were net, the women were never the noun. We were always the adjective. And when it came out, it was so exciting to be able to see a mirror of ourselves and a window into that which we aspire to be mm-hmm. on the film for the entire duration of the film. And the music, yeah. the music, by the way, it was oh. one of the biggest selling albums or yeah. CDs that of that year. That soundtrack was incredible. Yeah. But all, yeah. that movie was also not just about women. It was about baseball. And that's what's missing from the show for me is the love of baseball. You you see some montages and like, yeah, they play the games and yeah, they they practice. But like the girls in the movie are playing. Right. The girls in the show are acting. <laughs> um, they are. But also I want to go over a couple of historical things because I think they tried to set it up without making it boring, but some of the actual facts around that time. So the real All-American Girls uh, Professional Baseball League was racially segregated. It only mm-hmm. allowed white players. Even after Jackie Robinson desegregated the Major League Baseball in 47. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there were a few black women, um, including Tony Stone. I want to say these names, Tony Stone, Mamie Johnson and Connie Morgan. Um, and they were able to play professional ba- um, baseball during the end days of the Negro Leagues, which mm-hmm. had previously been all male. But but, um, you know, in this in the source, the movie previously been, you know, was an all male organization. And and so it really never addressed the the unnamed black woman in the in the segregated, you know, spectator mm-hmm. section returns an overthrow a ball to the players. That's the only moment where they yeah. even talk about it. And so the reaction of the catcher indicates that she is a very powerful pitching arm. And then um, in an August 2020 Hollywood Reporter interview with Leslie Goldberg, who was the showrunner for the series, uh, Will and Abby said that for this series adaption, they chose instead to make this a fantasy, like an alternative history version of events by casting several leading roles with black actresses and to address the racism of the era. And Jacobson said it this way. We are really leaning into the fact that black women weren't allowed to even try out Mm there. Our version is very much about inclusion of women in professional baseball. And it's also about the inclusion of white women and white passing women into professional baseball. There are really heavy scenes that we're also exploring in a major way. Good for them for trying. That's all I can say. I, I, again, everything they're doing in it, I think is great really uh, really showing the behind the veil of the lgbtq experience during a time where that was not accessible and also dangerous which they really do lean into later in the season i i applaud them i'm glad they're doing it it's just it's not quite what i was hoping for when i turned when i turned it on yeah i you know i hear you i hear you and i i think I hadn't thought about what you said and I think there's a point to it and I'm still going to watch the whole thing. Just to, it's going to take me a little bit of time. I mean, I'm not glued. I'm not glued to watching it, you know, you so. know, it's, I don't think it's one I'm going to finish in all honesty. Um, but I, I will say you're not going to be upset that you watched it. Yeah. Well, no, of course not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never, I don't watch things. I would be upset to say that. No, I mean, f- f- to our listeners. No, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. So yeah, I recommend it. Watch it with your kids. You know, yeah, there's uh, there's 
there's definitely some conversations to be had around what's happening in the show, which I think are really important. Um, and I think that's the point of why they took this on. And again, I applaud them for it. I, I think if you're going to watch this with your kids, be prepared to have some of those conversations about what it used to be like and how we have really haven't changed enough as a society. And I think, by the way, you could start watching the film from 92. And Prime, sure. Prime has brought that, that you can watch that. Bef you, that's free beyond Prime also. So they're both available through Prime to watch if Do you want. Do your kids a favor and introduce your kids to A League yeah. of Their Own from 1992. I know. And the music. And play the music in the car. I'm all in. Spotify. And, uh, you know, you'll get all those those great lines and... You know, my my fiance and I are singing an Elson often. So, okay. Do you want to take us out it. to it to song? No, no, I'm not going to sing again. I did. I did my part. I hope they have it in the show. I haven't seen it yet. Um, but <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, they they that's their anthem is, and I haven't I haven't heard. If them it's sing not it. in there, it's because they couldn't get the rights to put it in there, in my opinion. But well, we'll see. that would be a shame. <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll all see you all yeah we'll see you all next week when we're going to do bad sisters take a look at it on apple if you haven't it's fabulous but i'm going to talk about it we're going to talk about it next week